Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Wait, are you gaming? On a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special little one-off core, a little bonus content for you out there. Now, you may have noticed on the show that me and John and Bo talk a lot about uh, the video game, the the hot, uh, nobody can stop playing it, sitting on the toilet uh, phone game known as Marvel Snap. Everybody loves it, and it's all uh, some of us can talk about on this show. But even with all of that, even with all of our fresh new experience with the game Marvel Snap, we don't have the knowledge that my guest does. Uh, he being my um, one of my favorite co-hosts on this show, you know, as The Morning Stream, and also on FilmSack. It's Brian Ibbett, everyone. Hi, Brian. Hello. I'm sitting on the toilet right now. Oh, good. This, uh, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Now, this is this is interesting <laughs> because you're a dude what played the beta in the earliest days. Like, at the minute you yeah, could get it, first you week. played it. Yeah. Now, did you do one of those? Remind me, you went out to some other country's uh, app store or something? No, no. For the original beta, all I had to do was have a um, have an Android tablet or an Android phone, and so I I actually had a combination of an Amazon Fire tablet and BlueStacks to get into the beta. But then once the iOS version was available, that's where it was available first. Was um, uh, in Philippines or something, and I actually already had a. I have a Philippines. <laughs> uh, Probably for the Apple last account. Marvel thing that, that was available on I on think phone. so. Yeah. yeah, actually, I think it was. I think it was the, because um, there's another Marvel card game for a while. I can't remember what that one was called, but it was it was also very similar in style where it was um, each player taking turns playing a card as opposed to simultaneous like Snap, but uh, right. um, very similar in style with power and energy and cards with special abilities and things like that. See, that was interesting because it felt like that was not a mistake, but like a temporary thing. For yeah. Them. Cause it, it was huge outside of the U S and it never, never made it like never got officially released in the U S and I don't know if there was some licensing reason that it was, um, that it was locked out, but, uh, do you think I it had any- have that game on my iPad? I haven't played it in a while, but do you think uh, it has anything Marvel to Duel. do? Oh, dual, right. Do you think that has yeah. anything to do with the fact that snap was on the horizon? There was a lot of like excitement about that, especially in the States. And they, they wanted to bank that or something? I don't know, because this came out so 
far before Snap was even mentioned, was even teased. You know, it would have to have been um, under the radar Snap reaching out and saying, hey, we've got, reaching out to Marvel and saying, we're developing this game. Can you please prevent any other card games? But it would have had to do that two years ago or three years ago. Yeah. Um, which they easily could have, because there's a lot of development, I'm sure, that went into this, and, and it shows. Well, you're a guy that if somebody at Marvel uh, says, hey, we're making a thing, you're you're usually <laughs> there, um, whatever it is. Usually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, whether it's a television show or a movie or a card game, a physical card game, whatever it may right. be, you're, you're Anything you're but Funko about Pops, it. that's about it. That's where I draw the line. Yeah, <laughs> draws the line of Funkos, <laughs> which is right to do, by the way. You're that's doing a, That's an easy line to draw. <laughs> yeah, you're doing the Lord's work there. Um but uh, when this came out, obviously, uh, you know, Brian's a gamer in general. He played a lot of Hearthstone. You knew you knew about the lineage of of uh, Second Dinner. Ben Brode and, and yeah. yeah, Ben Brode and all of them. So you, you're aware of, of the pedigree going into it. Um, without all of that, though, this would have been something you were excited about regardless because, hey, it's for a sure. Marvel thing, right? You're always in Yeah, for sure. If this, if this had been any other property, I mean, DC, I probably still would have picked it up and tried to get in the beta and... Um, uh, and try to play it just because of, you know, I like, I like games that don't require me to sit down for an hour, 45 minutes of which are cutscenes that I have to make my way through to get 15 minutes of gameplay. Cause I have, I have short little spurts of game time. Sure. Uh, I can't, I don't get the kind of like, there's always prep for a, a music show, soundography or Coverville or whatever. Right. There's the family obligations, things like that. So, um, I don't get the kind of large swaths of time that would take to to play an in-depth game. So hearing about a game where each match is like three minutes, three yeah. or four minutes, sign me up. You're I'm what like, I call hardcore casual or casual hardcore, which yeah. means that you've got casual time to play, but when you play, you take it pretty seriously. And this is a game where you've, I mean... I don't know. How, I don't know how you would describe a game like this being maxed out, or you've kind of done it all, or in this case, mm-hmm. have all the cards. But you've done that. You, you're the only yeah. person I know of that's got every single thing. <laughs> um, right. You know what that yeah, represents think- in time? Like, is there a way to quantify that and say, "Oh, it took me this long to do this"? Oh, you know, I probably would be very sad if I learned how much time. Because <laughs> I mean, there'll be times that that I'll have the game. Like the game will be open while I'm working on something else, and it'll just be sitting there cycling through its little. Here's the current uh, featured location, and oh, Star Lord's telling you to place cards where you think the player is going to play them. That sort of thing. Right. But maybe not exactly involved playing it. There would be. I would be interested to see how many matches I've played, and there's probably some metric somewhere that I can find that. That shows me. Yeah, that. they got like a slash played in the game or something like that. Yeah, then... exactly. But currently, my collection level is sitting at four thousand one hundred eighty-nine. I do have Jeez. all of the first three pools or series of cards, but nothing from four or four or five yet, which just got dropped today. That you can get through the um, through the collection shop. Can you describe for people who are maybe less familiar yeah. with the game how the seasons work? Because they're short. They don't feel like normal seasons of two months, three months, whatever. These are Yeah, really- no, it's just a month-long season. And um, there's uh, that's the one thing I do pay for without fail in the game is the season pass. I, you know, listen, there's developers on the other side of this thing. I don't have to, it, it's not hard at all for me to justify spending 10 bucks a month on supporting the developers and getting something in the process. This, this month happened to be a great black Panther card, but for, um, 
for one month. It's a it's a season. You go up the uh, the ladder, the competition ladder. So your level um, right now, my current level happens to be level forty two. Oh, hey, Some, something about you. It's something about you, baby. <laughs> And it's and it's because I'm stubborn with a lot of the decks I play. I know that there are better decks that I've made that I could play and probably go further up the ladder. But there's more fun ones that I want to play, and we can even speak to that in a, in a minute or two. But um, and I probably don't retreat as often as I want as as often as I should because I want to see some of the payoffs of the, the the decks that I play all the way to the end. Do you find I that? Get do you find that as a mechanic out. a little bit a little bit strange that? retreating like in poker and folding it's actually mm-hmm. um not a negative thing it, right. it's it's literally something you want to actually know when to fold them and when to hold them basically it without, really is yeah. yeah i mean there's and you can know fairly early on if the cards you're drawing are going to get you to the combination that you need for the 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 um archetype of the deck that you've built mm. um You'll know early on if you've got you know a good portion of those cards, and if you don't, get out. We get out while it's cheap, and I'll, I'll easily, as soon as somebody snaps, as soon as my opponent snaps against me, I'll really take a hard look and say, "Do I think I've got enough to win?" And if I'm not, if I'm not sure, if I'm not eighty percent sure or higher, then I'll drop out and just take the one cube cost as opposed to a two or four it really does it really does flip the script on the hasty exit element of gaming yeah where most games card games or otherwise where Mm -hmm. if somebody bails it's almost Mm -hmm. always 100 percent a negative experience and in this case they've like turned that and said no what if it was a strategic thing that actually for sure meant you were a good well-rounded player and knew when to knew when to pull the plug i think that's a that's a interesting innovation in this mm-hmm. game, for sure, it really is, and it and it adds an extra layer of thought. You know, there's there's the whole planning of like, all right, I'm playing a a, a Heimdall move deck, and so I really want to have a lot of cards that benefit from moving cards around Craven and Vulture and uh, Multiple Man and things like that. Um, uh, but then you also have this aspect of, you know. Literally, 40% of the games you play, probably you should retreat from. Sure. <laughs> it's, it's kind of similar to the poker thing. Or or even, um, you know, Perfect Strategy in Blackjack has you doing a surrender, which which is very similar to this in that you get half your bet back mm. um, if you draw 16 to your to the dealer's tw- uh, 20 or, or to the dealer's 10 with a face down card. Um perfect strategy says yeah, you surrender on those and um and a lot of casinos offer it and a lot of people don't do it and I don't do it because it's like no, I'm going to try and win this one with sure. a 16. Yeah. Um they want yeah, you to do that, the, right? The house wants you they to. They want you to do that. Yeah, they yeah. totally do. Yeah. Yeah. So so um do you okay, I asked this question of John and Bo, and they're not here to defend themselves, but um, they didn't think that this game had legs in terms of uh, an esport style game, a game that you could that you would really want to get into and watch playoffs mm. for the way Hearthstone and other games have benefited that sure. way. Magic the Gathering, uh, you know, another good example, both physical and digital uh, competitions. Do you? Uh, my, my feeling was, given the the similarities to the way poker plays out. Mm-hmm. And poker is a very popular spectator sport. Yeah. Um, 
why not this? Or what's your yeah, take on I, that, I guess? I disagree. Yeah, I think I've watched, um, you know, one of the people that I watch on YouTube is a guy named uh, Jeff Hoogland. Uh, and he's he's very entertaining in his delivery of games. And, and the way he talks about the opponents <laughs> when they're playing him yeah. makes me never want to watch him play me and be like, Okay, well, you're about to get smashed by uh, Dr. Doombot. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's, it's like yeah. His delivery. Thanks for the cubes. Yeah. Um, but um, but it's, it's entertaining as heck watching his, uh, watching his games because there's, um, there are many random elements that make it not feel like a, all right, I'm playing this deck. This comes out on turn three. This comes out on turn four and I instantly win. Obviously you've got your random draw of your 12 cards and, and how those are going to come out. You've got the randomness of the locations, which, you know, you can, I've played games where I had a great, great first hand, but two locations, two of the three locations are ones I couldn't play into because either I was locked out of that zone or my cards would be destroyed as soon as I play him in another zone. Yeah. So it's like all of a sudden you have to shift your thinking like, okay, I've got one place I can play this. What's it? What, you know, how does my strategy change? And then you've got the randomness of just some of the cards. Jubilee randomly pulling a card from from your deck. Um, Lockjaw swapping out one of your cards that you play in that location with another card from your deck. Or um, Dr. Octopus randomly pulling as many cards from your opponent's hand into their, uh, into that lane. Sure. Um, cause he's got those big really, arms, you know, that's he's what got he does. Those big arms and yeah. it could really instantly screw you or it could like completely obliterate his hand if he's not prepared for it. Yeah. Um, and those random things I think are what would make this super cool to watch for esports. And I, I'd, I'd be up for watching a cool tournament you know, online tournament. And it does seem like with the, the, the legacy of Hearthstone and second dinner, the developer and Ben Brode, these guys who understand how to build a card game that is meant Mm -hmm. for both just players and also for spectators, you know, spectators. Mm -hmm. I don't see why they won't at some point, it may not be a thing they wanted to do at launch. It's a lot to manage. They're not the biggest company in the world, um, but they, you know, they got this amazing license. So I could see maybe, actually, do we know if they said anything that you're aware of? They haven't said anything about, um, because we will have the ability soon to do, pick a player, you know, play against your friends and things like that. But there's nothing said about kind of an observation mode that would allow you to kind of watch um, two players play. um, And they haven't said anything about any sort of like, official online tournaments but man i'd love i'd love to see that i'd love to see a you know see us do a frog pens tournament where oh in a heartbeat once they do the you can play against your friends we you know we We should we totally should i you know my guess is all of this kicks off when the desktop versions are done that that's when i I think think this will be a thing yeah so the steam bait is coming along nicely i know there's ways to stream phones and stuff as it is now but Mm -hmm. when that becomes you know hey i'm on steam and i have the game i think that changes that changes a lot yeah, and they have to figure out a way to do it to where the cards your opponent has, maybe, you know, on those streams, maybe you can't see hidden stuff so that you can't cheat and just watch somebody's stream to see what they have. I yeah. mean, you've got to, there's got to be a way to do it um, uh, in this competition observer mode that doesn't 
doesn't allow you yeah. to, to help one player. Totally agree. So uh, you mentioned it earlier. I definitely wanted to touch on this. You you prefer fun decks over decks you know are min-max to win. <laughs> and a lot of players, you know, a lot of us are encouraged to min-max. We go to websites, we find out the best sure. decks, whatever the card game is, and then we yeah. just plow ahead thinking this is going to get us where we want to be for the season. And that's probably true from some sort of average point of view, but I like this idea that there are decks that are still viable that are just mm -hmm. fun. They're so fun. And you yeah, prefer to play that way. That's obviously a player choice you're making, but do you in this game, is that an easier proposition or do you feel better about your decision to use a more fun deck than you say would in Hearthstone where you you know what the min-max is or whatever? You know, it it's um it's one of those things that you can just balance really easily, right? Have have a deck with the you know, the current metas in there, the the Hella deck, the um um what's Nova Destroyer uh, deck, Killmonger deck. Um, but then also have some of these fun ones so that as you're playing those, you know, those have a, those have the, the ones I play that are fun are those kind of casino decks. It's mm -hmm. like playing Lockjaw and Jubilee and getting, pulling two random cards out of a deck that I've built to have a lot of small cards and then a lot of huge cards that can dominate a game if they come out correctly. Right. Um, and you can instantly see, oh yeah, did not pull good cards. I'm going to retreat, or I'll wait until the you know my opponent snaps or turn six, and I'll retreat. Um, and if you have a bunch of those losses, it's an, it's so easy balance wise to just say, okay, now I'll play, <clears throat> I'll play Hella deck or or Killmonger deck or whatever, and move my way back up the ladder a little bit with the the min max deck, so that I can have some fun with the fun deck and and do a little gambling. How much does the change in you – know, they have these events and parts of the season yeah. where the middle um, – what do you call that stuff? Just areas, the, zones? The locations. Locations. Yeah. When those locations yeah. get changed on you, how much does that fluster up what you plan on doing? You it, know? Um, it actually makes me concentrate on a deck that can benefit from that. So for 24 hours, I think the current one is the throne room. So cards here with the highest power have their power doubled. So instantly you start thinking of like, all right, how can I build a card to take advantage of this location, which will come up in 40% of the games you play for the next 24 hours. That's the, that's the math. Uh, it's not guaranteed to come up, but there's a higher probability of that one coming up. So obviously uh, black Panther, which already doubles his power. So this would quadruple his power. Um, if you can get him out there and, and keep in mind that, that, as soon as a card comes in that's bigger, it will take away your doubled power and give it to to the other card that has more power. Only one card or only the top cards will get that double. So you start thinking about these decks that can take advantage of that. And um, uh, I love it because it adds one more, um, one more challenge separate from just playing a game. You know, you get your missions, you've got your your um these extra little uh locations that you got to focus on and that gives a lot of variety and excitement to a game that could just be all right playing against a random player next game playing against a random player and that would get really really dull really quick yeah it would it would pretty fast um yeah. all right final question this is more of an aesthetic thing but since sure. you, you and i are both appreciators of art certainly we like comics For and all that sure. sort of thing yeah favorite Variants and least favorite variants of the because <laughs> the game the this game is, is really this is one of its important factors and draws yes. for a lot of players is that I'm going to yeah. get the entire collection of every Spider Man they give me or whatever so where right. do you land on that on both sides oh it's, I love this question because I 
least favorite variant is such an easy choice for me. I hate the pixel variants. They're so lazy. It's like saying, all right, let's take a good piece of artwork and now let's put it in Photoshop and turn it into 8-bit. It's mm. like, oh, what a, what a, and so you can look in my deck and those are the ones I haven't even uh, um, boosted or anything like that. Um, they're favorite. All, they're all framed still. Those that you're never gonna. They're never even gonna be out of their frames. Yeah, right. They're still in gray. Yeah, still, screw those guys. No shiny logo. None of that stuff has yeah. has been happening to that. Yeah. Um, favorite uh, variants, and I've been trying to. This is where like I keep saving up the gold from doing the season rewards and the um, you know the, the weekly rewards. That's where my gold gets stocked up, and as soon as I see a card. Uh, done by Scotty Young, mm. I instantly buy it. I have an entire, like basically, I think there's only three or four Scotty Young cards that I don't have, but I've built a deck that's all Scotty Young cards. That is the only reason to play it is to show your opponent that you have all the Scotty Young cards because there's no <laughs> synergy between between the cards. Yeah. A couple of those cards could come out and destroy other cards that you've put out for no reason. Yeah, if, you've, but, if, you, uh, if you do not know Scotty Young's art, in his work, go look at, I mean, any comic Just book he's worked Google on. Scotty Young with a K, uh, S-K-O-T-T-I-E. Mm-hmm. And I have a collection of Marvel made pins by Scotty Young. He basically makes what would look like little children versions of all the major superheroes and villains. But it seemed, it, it, to call it just that is it's underselling does it him it, yeah. a disservice. I yeah, agree. Exactly. Yeah, he's, he is one of the most unique artists working in, well, working, period. It's very, yeah. he's very interesting. Uh, okay, that's cool. So, no, f- screw you, pixels. <laughs> exactly. I love yeah. pixel art, but I'm not. I get why that's a. A lot of players have said this. You're not the only one. They're just For like, sure. ah, that pixel stuff. I don't need that. But you know, it doesn't yeah. mean you don't you like know, pixel art. The only way I ever get those is um, when they come up in the collection caches. There's um, there's another artist that does very cool, simple, stylized lines, and I sent you his. His um, version of Wong, the Doctor Strange, well, the, the, I think the next Nick Fury of the MCU. Oh, 100%. Uh, that guy, Wong. he's he's the uh, John Ratzenberg burger of the MCU. <laughs> he is, like, he even appears in series that you haven't started watching yet yeah. um, in, in very clever ways. But uh, he, his art style, and I, I don't know who the artist is on this, but he captured, with five lines, captured the look of Benedict Wong. Mm-hmm the actor who plays Wong in the MCU so perfectly that, that that was, I actually did have to spend, I did spend some of my gold on that and it wasn't even a Scotty Young card because it was so good. Yeah. The, the, the focus and the effort to, to bring all this art to the forefront of the game and not just make it a, an afterthought or just, you know, it's just basic art. So you have art in the game, but instead it's like yeah. a huge part of what you're working toward. I think maybe is my favorite thing about the game. It really is. Um, hopefully, everybody out there enjoyed this conversation. If you'd like to hear more of this sort of thing, let us know. In the meantime, Brian David, of course, can be found at the venerable long-running podcast called Coverville, where it's all about music and covers all of the time, plus plenty of many other shows. Do you want to uh, anything else you want to mention in particular? Or, um, uh, you know, let's promote. Um, I mean, obviously, TMS is is uh, easy to promote because we're both here. But right. uh, let's promote uh, Soundography, uh, Crash Course in Music, one band at a time, Hammond and. And I for an entire week listen to an entire artist or musician's catalog from start to finish, and then um, and then talk about it at the end of the week to say what the highs of their music were, the lows, and things like that to just basically um, 
give people recommendations on, hey, do the greatest hits and then do these other six, six tracks or whatever. And uh, that's that's been a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, check that yeah. out along with everything else linked over at Coverville.com as well. And uh, Brian makes a ton of great content, so make sure you check it out. Oh, also, thanks. of course, TMS is great. And if you listen to FilmSack, you're already one of our friends and you know it. Okay. <laughs> of course, film sack. Yes. Yeah, there you go. So that'll do it for this special one-off. May all your cards be 3D and we'll see you next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.